Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk about PAL Pro Wrestling, a Survivor Series, and then a return to WWE One Our Truth. That's right. Oh, you beat me to the joke. God <laughs> damn it. I'm your host, Joseph Lusso. I'm along here with the model, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Hello. And the marquee of No Cell, Mike Boobel. I thought you were wrecking us on there for a second. I think we were the ones you were looking for. How's everybody's uh, turkey day? I discovered Sorry. this year, for the first time in my life, because I've never liked it before, that I enjoyed green bean casserole. So shout out to the girlfriend's sister who made some bomb-ass green bean casserole. I ate the hell out of that. Nice. I think, Corey, you're not a big fan of the turkey, if I recall. That is correct. Ah, bingo. Damn. Do you do like a ham or Papa's pizza? If, like, what do you do? If we do it at our house, yeah, I'll do a ham. But if not, I'm just shit out of luck. You just... Do you even eat the turkey at people's houses, or do you just skip the turkey entirely, get, like, sides? Uh, no, I can eat it. I mean, I can eat it. I just don't particularly care for it. That's fair. Not even, like, sandwiches the next day, which is my favorite part. I'll skip the fucking meal for sandwiches. Um, you know, not even like that, no. Damn. Just not a turkey guy. Huh. Damn. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I had a nice quaint with the family. That's about it. No, uh, no kids. So that was fun for once. Um, so got to eat at the big boy table, you know, the adults. So that was fun for once. Joe um, is not for the children. I'm not for the children. Not at all. Not one damn bit. <laughs> but what I am for is pow pro wrestling. How so about? Let's talk, pow, pow. let's talk about multiple maniacs featuring wildcard warfare. So again, we didn't get to go to it. So we got the feet. We got to watch it. Um, uh looks like we didn't get to watch the pre-show so that's one thing we missed but can i ask you guys a question about tonight's show can all can all the teams coexist oh my favorite trope uh, all i was thinking of is like this is a goddamn like Corey fucking this is a tag team pay-per-view this is just a fucking Corey special right here is all this was it's it's not only tag team centric <laughs> but it combines two of my favorite bullshit gimmicks in a battle bowl and raw roulette <laughs> this is fantastic man i was like this is like i think Corey had a hand in this this is this feels a little was, on the nose <laughs> this was extremely down my alley I feel like Corey sent in like, these are the steps I want and this make it work. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Make it happen. I want the Akeem uh, uh, <laughs> dream. I want the Akeem <laughs> uh, Shiv uh, match. You know, just all he's just mo- dancing, jiving the whole time. You know, I, 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 want I did. Re- I did request a jive soul bro match, but apparently <laughs> it just it didn't, didn't get picked. Accepted. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it like probably every, did. It just didn't get picked. So I'm sorry. Like every know. four days, that clip of Dusty and Akeem. Like in that match, yep. like breakout dancing hits my timeline <laughs> on Instagram. I watch it every time because it's fucking hilarious. Because it's great. 
Gordon, do you know, is the rest of the match even good? Like, or is it just that? Uh, It's not great. I've seen it. It's, uh, (laughs) you know. Akeem's finest. It's like 43-year-old Dusty Rhodes and Polka Dots taking on uh, Akeem, who at this point is beyond checked out. Uh, (laughs) Just shake, rat, and roll, Mesh. That spot is phenomenal. (laughs) Maybe ne- maybe next warfare will be a, a shake rattle and roll match. All you gotta do is shake rattle and roll the entire match. First one to stop is eliminated. There we go. All they needed but, was Virgil out there as the referee to have like the Dusty Rhodes trifecta. <laughs> Let's talk about the first match, shall we? Um, our first match of the night was a tag match of Charlie Avail and Dr. Cleaver taking on Rashad Tyson and Zay Perez. The stipulation was a chain on a pole match. First team to pull the chain down and they can use it. They win. And hold on, Joe. Uh, hmm? oh, Before oh, the match oh. even starts. Oh, yeah. The big news in the world of uh, the weird town you guys live in. Old, uh, old Jeremy Blanchard uh, somehow was allowed back in the building. Well, because he's, he's not back wrestling. On com- he's back on commentary. Yeah, yeah. He's back where he should be on the uh, on the announce table. Uh, the Powerpo Wrestling is just better with a Blanchard in it. I, you know, it's the first of many bad mistakes Brian Zane's made tonight. We'll get into that later. But the but the thing is, it's <laughs> that you know, you're less true. But the the thing is, you know, if you can bring back, you know, our boy, you know, Caden Cassidy as well, a manager, that's, that's, ju- that's justice. That's just for Caden Cassidy. That is. And then, well, I mean, and since you brought him up, let's talk about how I think I saw this on social media today that the next Pal show, Kate and Cassidy's taking on a mirror in an arm wrestling match. Yep. Yep. That's true. Ooh. That, man, is... that's, that's the irresistible force because the immovable object right there. It's going to be, that's going to be an hour long draw at Silent Night. Oh my Violet God. Night. Can you imagine oh. an hour long arm wrestling contest? Holy fuck. <laughs> to book it, cowards. Book it. <laughs> First of all, they're Hear me out. explode. Do it. They both look like Popeye <laughs> by the end of the night. Just do over the top. You know, just do that movie I, over the top. Hold on. You know? But like, what if the whole card is just them in the background arm wrestling while other matches are going on? They just put them on the stage. That works for me. If someone does not come out dressed like Sylvester Stallone and over the top and then goes over the top. I think yeah. actually Powell should book a Sylvester Stallone battle royal where each person has to dress as a different version of Sylvester Stallone. That, and the, and the so show would be that. called and the show would be called That's Pretty Sly. There you go. My yeah, God. Yeah, 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 Who, yeah. Which which Sylvester Stallone character would you dress as in the battle royal? Ooh. Uh stop hmm. or my mom will shoot. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> My God, I knew you'd pick that one. Uh, <laughs> Easy money's porn Stallone. Boring. Softcore porn Stallone. I'm just naked. Ah, Softcore yeah. porn. Delivering a pizza. I got some big Italian salami right here. I'm going over the top with my salami. I would pick Oscar Sylvester Stallone, where he oh, plays yeah. the 1930s fucking gangster. <laughs> What about Stallone from Spy Kids? Is that an option? Yeah, any, any fucking movie or show he's been in is an option to play. 
I'll, well, okay, then I'll be a Saturday Night Fever Sylvester Stallone that you see him for a split second. Or Tango and never, Cash, one of the two. I, was, I can never remember which one he is, but I'll be either Tango or Cash. Uh, he is, I uh, think, Tango. Because Cash, you're my number one man. Cash. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of us that none of us picked Rambo, by the way. It was too easy. It's too easy. Well, that and Rocky are too fucking easy. Uh, you know, according to uh, Tango, Sylvester Stallone, Rambo's a bitch. So. <laughs> Rambo's a bitch. <laughs> but let's talk about Powell. I got some uh, highlights here for you. Um, yes, before the match, uh, one, Zayn comes out and makes uh, Jeremy back on commentary. Uh, Zay tries to climb Ooh. up to the top to get the chain, but uh, Charlie is holding him back, and then Cleaver uh, hits Zay with a big boot. Uh, this uh, gives uh, Charlie to do the back body drop off the top. Um, Charlie goes for the chain, but oh, this is when Zay's holding him back, and Rashad gives him the uh, gets on the apron, hits him. Uh, Rashad with a big heel kick to the back of the head to Cleaver. Charlie hits a spear on Rashad. Zay hits a tornado DDT on Charlie. Cleaver hits a sit down power bomb on Zay. Everybody's down. Charlie's going for the chain, uh, but Zay grabs him and hits a gory special. Uh, Zay goes for the chain again, but Ulala grabs him, allowing Cleaver to shove him back into the ring, grabs the chain, gives it to Charlie. Charlie uses it and hits Zay for the win. So the winners of these match goes to the main event for the Battle Royal. So our first two people in are Charlie and Dr. Cleaver. It's a fun little opening match. Uh, Dr. Cleaver is so goddamn big that he almost just stretched and, and grabbed the fucking chain. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had to. He had to. He had to work <laughs> to not just have that in his arm at all times. <laughs> could have. He he could have like yawned, stretched, and be like, "Oh, I grabbed it." Cleaver's like, whenever I see him next to somebody else, he just reminds me of like Scott Hall. Like this dude is like deceptively giant. I was a little disappointed. I was hoping they would have the chain like it bashed at the Beach 96 during the uh, Carson City Silver Dollar match where that pole is like 50 feet high. <laughs> and you're expecting you... fucking Big Bubba and John Tenta to climb that son of a bitch and grab the goddamn sock. We need a sizzle <laughs> lift here to get it up there. They had to oh. get Jimmy Hart up there with a fucking jetpack to get the goddamn thing. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would happen here, but no. You know... I don't bash 96 is removed for something else that gets left on. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, Hey, John Tenta, climb this fucking skyscraper. Oh, sure. Yeah, I got that. No problem. <laughs> but if Jimmy um, Hart wasn't at the building that night, how the fuck would they have had that match? Scissor left. Uh, I think they just, I think they would have had uh, probably Bubba break the pole to be honest. I could see that. Probably. Just take it down. Mr. Gorbachev, tear or, down this pole. Just throw a lucha up there. <laughs> just, he just he just chucks psychosis stuff at it. <laughs> it's like lie. knocking down a basketball when it's stuck in a rim. <laughs> that was a fun shoes. opening match, though. It was. It was. Uh, then we get an interview with Brian Zane as he brings out uh, Amira and Steve Bradley as they uh, talk about how they're taking on Izzy McQueen and Nick Radford later. 
as uh, they spin the match. yep they spin the wheel and they have a prom night match. I hated my I prom. Night. My prom. I, I should have. It was a nightmare. I should have, a, but I went. I went to did Jack. I did nothing. It was just like that Ricky was a wear? waste. How uh, was his Ricky, dress? Oh, he was beautiful. You know. Yeah. Gl- Wait, ball, Joe. Bell of the ball. Did you go stag? Of course. Hell yeah. Of you're course. Like, you're like shit brick and American Pie. I love it. Yep. I, I thought you went with Ricky. No, he he uh, he was the bell of the ball, but I wasn't near him. I went to Carl's Jr. before, so it was fine, you know. <laughs> a classic prom night dinner, Carl's Hell Jr. Yeah. Hell yeah! I remember it like it was yesterday. I had the double western. I had, uh, did I? It was either that or the or the no whatever Joe, you normal had burger. Tenders. Don't fuck around. You had chicken. No, tenders. no, no. It was remember either when the. Jr., remember when Carl's Jr. used to be like inventive uh, so much so at the point it was almost grotesque in some ways with the yes. burgers they would bring out yeah i remember I the rem- uh, the usa burger it was a burger with a hot dog and potato chips on it <laughs> america fuck yeah i <laughs> i just remember yeah, they, like the first time i had one of those like six dollar burgers i was like what the f- how am i supposed to eat this <laughs> it was huge <laughs> i remember for a limited time they offered a double six dollar i'm like that's grotesque I just know they did recently, you know, the, uh, um, like donuts, the fruit loops, donuts. And there was like, Jesus. actually did pretty, they actually did taste like fruit loops, but it was like That's... this insanely, the sugar and powdered. And it's just like, you know, well, goddamn, That's yeah. That's I America. Went, yeah. America. And they had the dollar spicy chickens. Now it's like $20 now for it. Dude. They're like four bucks a piece now. I'm good. Back in my day, they used to be a dollar. Right. Um, our next match. Times were, when times were lean and I had to, man, I leaned on them spicy chickens. Yep. You Don't you love McDonald's one, two, and three dollar menu? <laughs> there's like no one dollar any. It's like, yeah, there's what? nothing on the one dollar part. Yeah. But there's it's just two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Cow. Damn hypocrites. Yep. Our next match is Jonas and Zeb St. One taking on Spencer Scott and Jaden, some of the super aces, and a crybaby match. The person that submits has to wear a baby bonnet and a bib and be well, a baby. If you couldn't see who was taking the pin in this one a fucking mile away. <laughs> and that's a and that's a good thing, right? You know, and that's Yeah, a, that's perfectly fine. It's the person who should have. Yes. Um, one, two, three kid, you know, is, uh, happy about that. Right. Um, Jaden uh, Spencer, uh, start off hot. Um, Jonas, um, what is it? Thanks. Oh, uh, Jonas thinks that he can, uh, do something, but he can't by trying to attack Jaden and Spencer. Uh, Jonas put Spencer in multiple submissions, but, uh, he gets out of them all like a figure four, uh, Jaden dropkicks Zeb into Jonas from the top rope. Jaden jumps off uh, Jordan's back. Jonas is back and hits a Canadian destroyer on Zeb. Uh, Jaden, cool. that was, was fucking badass. Holy shit! Uh, Jaden shoves Jonas off the top rope, and both Jaden and Spencer um, hit a double. Uh, oh, they hit him off the top rope, and then they put a double submission on him. Zeb was going to spray. Jaded and Spencer with the 
his spray bottle, but he stops and then sprays Jonas. Ref <laughs> raises his hand three times for the win for the super races. Then all, all three men put Jonas in a baby bonnet and bib and makes him suck on his finger. I liked it. I liked okay. how Jonas Party was like, yeah, fuck this. H- hold on. Hold on. But what are we doing? We're just we're just ignoring rules now. What what the fuck is happening with old Brian fucking Zane? Can you get a handle on your goddamn referees? Like what have are we doing not, here? Have you not that watched was not wrestling in twenty twenty three? Even remotely close to being legal. <laughs> I mean it was adjacent, legal adjacent. In in fact, if if I could be so so kind as to read Damn it, he's got the rule book, Joe. If God I could if I could it. read a formal protest by one Jonas Alba Robinson. Oh, what, what, when are you on this guy's train? I'd like to file a formal protest on the decision of my match. How is it legal for Jaden and Spencer Scott to both apply submissions to me and Zeb St. Juan to spray me in the face with toxic spray paint? Make this right, Brian Zane. And I, for one, as a, as a purveyor of the rules... Support Jonas Alba Robertson in this in this endeavor. That is I all. mean, damn it, Joe. Uh, it's wealth. It's got a point. I I I. I what, what do you say? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I heard the word Jonas. Just uh, yeah. zoned out. I zoned out, so we're good on that. So we got um, rest taking twenty minute naps with a bear barely share shot. We got fucking people spraying people with. Eyes and putting triple submissions on them. What are we doing? Tri- triple decorum. Decorum, I tell you. That should be the name of the January show. Decorum. <laughs> unless, unless we're doing this, it's a slice alone. Uh, you know, <laughs> special. <laughs> you know what? I don't use. I don't play this card a lot. We're we're getting down the road for hashtag justice for Caden. Hashtag justice for Jonas. I'm saying oh right now. I, oh my god. Oh my. Oh no. J for J. Double J, the real Double J. Just oh for Joe. No, oh my God. Oh my. No. No, thank you. And this has been the No So Podcast. Thank you for sure. <laughs> Let's go to our next matches. It's Kiki O and Eliza True. Skate or die taking on Levi Shapiro and Drexel. Can this team coexist? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Stipulation is a penalty box match, as if any competitor is deemed to be cheating, the competitor has to sit uh, on the outside for one minute. But if both competitors are caught, they lose the match. So, so, given, was so, so hold on. Here. So given given Mike's newfound respect for the rules and shit, accurate. I'm guessing Drexel is your favorite wrestler of all time now. Well, no, we kept cheating. Well, no, he pleased himself, but he pleased himself, though. He's kept cheating and going voluntarily. Well, I mean, maybe we need a new commercial. Maybe Drexel should be the new commissioner of Palpa Wrestling. Oh, that's an interesting uh, wrinkle. I'm surprised you didn't pick your new, uh, your new, uh, your new love for one uh, Jonas to be commissioner. He needs nope. justice first. Uh, start the match. Drexel bites Kikio and is sent straight <laughs> to the penalty box. And then he was just like, I know, I'm going. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Kikio and Levi, good brother Levi, uh, do uh, they run into each other sh- with their shoulders, uh, but they both stand up. Uh, then uh, 
they both hit the ropes at the same time on the same side and good brother Levi bulldogs Kikio. <laughs> As you should. Uh, Draxel you know gets the re- tag. Hold on, real, real quickly, okay. hold on. You know what that reminded me of? I saw a uh, gift today where it said uh, a lot of boomers say uh, that uh, us new people don't treat our women with respect like they used to back in the day. Then it has a uh, gif of Randy Orton hitting the RKO on, uh, on Nia Jax during the Rumble. And it says, however, they did this when dinner wasn't ready uh, when they got home from work. <laughs> so Larry Z should be the spokesperson for this Oregon. Yeah. The new world odor. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Drexel then gets Ugh. tagged in and then pokes Kikio in the eyes and then sent straight back to the <laughs> I I don't Mitt, was it just me guys or did Drexel seem like he didn't want to be part of the match? Is it just I me? He, it seems like he maybe didn't want to be partners with Good Brother Levi. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't Levi's know why. a tremendous tag team wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> um Eliza has Levi, uh, good brother Levi, in an arm bar. Then he reverses it by grabbing her by the hair and chucking her to the ground. A lot, that's making him go to the penalty box. I don't see why. That's good catch-as-catch-can wrestling. Yep, I think so. Uh, Kikio and True double-team Drexel in the corner as then the ref sends the Kikio into the penalty box. Um, Eliza does not want to take on Drexel as he's uh, playing with his nipples, and then she <laughs> runs off to the bar. <laughs> For a ten count. <laughs> what, what a sentence. <laughs> well, that's oh, true. My favorite ending to a match ever. And he's playing. Oh, that, yeah. That's the title of the show. He's playing the with his nipples. Dreaded nipple spot. The old count it out running from the nip. The old dreaded nipple spot. That'll be the title of the show. Thank you. Um, so our winners are uh, Drexel and good brother Levi. After the match, uh, Levi tries to attack Drexel, but he chucks him out of the ring. Um, our next uh, segment is Brian Zane interviewing the Midnight Heat. As they say, they're going to make it short and sweet as they're wrestling the Hammer Brothers tonight for the Tag Team Championship. And they're walking out your Tag Team Champions. Here, here. Uh, so that was no so much favorite tag team, the Hammer Brothers. The, the Midnight Heat. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, our next match, it's Izzy McQueen and Nick Radford versus Steve Bradley and Amira, and it's prom night, baby. As so hold on. Is, so I, yep. I fucking loved this. Did you get the outfits? I did. Oh, I got, yeah. All right. As and, and Ra- Izzy, I did not look that good at my prom night as, as Izzy did. Gomez and Morticia coming out here. Yep, Izzy and Nick are Gomez and Morticia. However, it's switched as Izzy is Gomez. Uh, Amira and Bradley, uh, Steve, come out as prom king and prom queen. Um, To the awesome theme song, I've had the time of my life. And they do the spot. And they do the spot. They do the spot. They hit the spot, so they should win by default. And uh, It's it's a terrible movie, but, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, no, the movie's terrible. Jerry Orbach is, is the hero in the movie. Accurate. <laughs> As he is in every movie he's in. Oh, yeah, of course. Hey, hey my, my favorite thing about that movie is the Family Guy spoof of, the, like, what if they was, like, if it was filmed in real life, and the dad's like, how old are you? And, you know, uh, Swayze's, like, 45, and it cuts to him in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To the theme, to that song. Like, yeah, that checks out. 
Uh, Izzy and Amira start dancing for a bit until uh, Izzy puts her in a headlock. Um, Amira does a, she swings through the ropes and hits a uh, armbar takedown on Izzy. Um, that was pretty cool. She, it was. It's like, it like the, a six one nine type, you know, armbar type thing. Um, Dirty lucha dancing. There it is. That's a that's illegal in most places. Tijuana donkey show. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steve takes down. Uh, Radford starts dancing for a bit until Radford takes out chop blocks him with his knee. Nick then reaches for the tag for Izzy, but Izzy as Gomez Adam starts kissing uh, Marticia's arm up. The... <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. This this allowing, uh, as Radford is yelling at Izzy, this allows Steven to get the tag to Amira. Um, the only get thing spot... missing at this point for me was Dr. Cleaver dressed as Lurch. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Who who have been cousin it? Probably Charlie, right? Yeah, no, that's uh, Drexel, cousin it. <laughs> Do we have a fester? Uh, we have a fester. Uh, from the looks of it, there are about forty of them in the crowd. Ooh, ooh, got him. Oh, uh, Izzy's on. Uh, it... Corey doing his ice on... clay material. <laughs> oh, working it oh, out. Dickery, dickery duck. Did, real quick, did you guys hear that story Bill Bo- Bill Burr told recently? No. So he just played Madison Square Garden. Of yeah. course, sold it out because it's Bill Burr and he's because it's Bill Burr, right. he's the goat. But his surprise for the crowd was he brought up Andrew Dice Clay to open for him. Yeah. And he was like, "I fucked up because that dude murdered that room, and I had to follow Andrew Dice Clay in the garden." <laughs> That's a bad move. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I completely fucked up. <laughs> That's awesome. That motherfucker played Fenway Park. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I personally don't think he's funny at all. Oh, I but, love Bill uh, Burr. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, Dice. Oh, yeah. Dice? No, he ain't funny. It's a, it's, it was a fucking tired shtick in the 80s. Yeah. But that crowd fucking eats that shit up still, I guess. Uh, typical New Yorkers. No. Bill Burr is fucking hilarious. Anyway, uh, we had, I said to say that. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's cool. Uh, Izzy's on the top rope as Radford throw, uh, uses her backside to throw Bradley into it. And then as he turns around, Amir hits Radford with the spine buster, then picks up Izzy from the top turnbuckle and power bombs her and goes for the cover. But Radford then picks up Amir and slams her onto Izzy. Radford then rolls up Steven for the win. Uh, after the match, uh, looks like Nick is going to put the prom queen uh, crown on Izzy, but puts it on her himself and walks away. That's, to me, a shocker. I kind of figured Amira's team would win. Uh, I guess in this instance, you do put Amira in the corner. Oh... Well, Joe, let's wrap it up. Let's just go ahead. Let's go ahead now. Just go ahead. You, you, you sure? Damn. Damn. That movie's so bad. Why do people like that fucking movie? Uh, you know, it was it was fucking sexually frustrated housewives who loved that movie in the 80s. Jesus Christ, man. It's the Swayze. 
That's all I got. So it's the Swayze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, we found Joe's new gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> He's the just Swayze. lazy of no sell. Uh, I'll be your Only ghost. because I caught him and Ricky doing that fucking uh, ghost. Hey, Matt. What we, do, what we did that <laughs> night was magical. And shut up. Oh, I, I have an off-pod joke I'll tell you guys. Okay. Might I wanna, can't, t- can't say that here. Set a reminder there, pal. Cause you're probably Throw some balls, bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, it involves Ming. If you listen to the war stories, you'll oh, get the joke. Oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> buy that one for a dollar. Uh, our next match is Tom Allman and Frankie Dove. Can they coexist? Oh, hey, Corey, he said it right. I know, right? Holy You're welcome. Shit. You're welcome. Don't worry, I'm gonna fuck <laughs> something up later, and I know it. So I'm calling it now. Let me get everything else right. As they're taking on Marcus Ericks and Funny Bone in a doorway to hell match. What? Why are we always going to hell? Can't the doorway be to like Costco? You know that football th- player he was on the IR because he was in hell. <laughs> I just took that to mean that he played for the Jets. No, he was playing for the he plays for the Cardinals. So close uh, enough. Wait, wait. <laughs> Which Cardinals? Arizona. Ironically yeah. enough, he's having a rough time because he's he's in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him then. Fuck him. Yeah, hell is St. Louis, right? That so. boring ass city. That's what yeah. a lot of people say. There Missouri. it is. Um. Um. Allman power uh, power slams Frankie into uh, Funny Bone. Marcus clotheslines uh, Tom while Funny Bone back suplexes him, a double team move. Um, we get a spot where Tom throws Frankie into Funny Bone as, and, and Marcus as they set up a table in the corner. However, he runs away, so but Frank, uh, Marcus and Funny Bone stops him and puts him through the table. Uh, Funny Bone says after the match that like, he's going to get his belt back. Honestly, this was like a squash match in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it totally was. It was what it was, just to get Funny Bone into the Battle Royal. Yeah. Yep. Let's go uh, to Arden. He's he's uh he's still over, by the way. Still over. Oh, very much, very much. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. So is this the part where we have to put closed captioning on the podcast for Joe? No, that's next. That's <laughs> next. <laughs> and as I did said, I need help here, pals. Um, our next match is for the POW Tag Team Championships. <clears throat> this is the. Midnight Heat taking on those dirty cheating. No solar entertainment's ever tag team the Hammer Brothers. Hammer Brothers. No. Um, Jack with the hold on, hold on. Before before you get into it, Joe. Before yes. we get into it, I do want to say, uh, all bias aside, it is very nice to see Midnight Heat back in Palpa Wrestling. It is. Uh, what wasn't so nice for me was this nonsensical promo that Jack uh, cut before the match. <laughs> Where apparently he chews food to feed to his baby hammers. Yeah, I, 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 I lost the metaphor. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't sure what to make of it. It was a little, little gross, to be honest. I think I'd prefer Drexel's nipples, if we're being honest. But I just figured he went to the Alicia Silverstone uh, school of uh, parenting. Wow, that is a, <coughs> that is a name I haven't heard since she was in Batman and Robin. Yes. 
Joe's favorite Batman. Just want to put that out for everybody in the internet. Hey man, I I got I got outvoted on the on the fake movie experts on that one. When we reviewed Batman, Batman and Robin was like number two on the list. It's gross. The first one, yeah. the best one, by the way, is Batman Forever. So you guys are all well, hold on, but, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, well, excuse me. Uh, you, I, I yeah, think you no, you're, no, you're you right. Batman Forever is number one. Yeah, it, 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 I think it, it at least got second or third, and Batman Forever was a bef- ahead of that one too. So who voted on this? Uh, Jr. and the third man. Like, I, I will grant that the first Batman is very good. I prefer Batman Forever, but the first Batman is very good. Batman Returns sucks donkey balls. It's a terrible fucking movie. If I recall with the list, when I feel like it went Batman '89, Forever, Robin, and Returns on that one. That's not correct. I mean, Robin's worse than that, but Batman Returns does suck. Yeah, I got outvoted. I got outvoted, all right? I tried to. I, I tried to fight the good fight. I found I was, out right now that you do a podcast with two fucking morons. I do. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I mean, also, Corey, you got to remember, it took them forever to watch Smokey and the Bandit. That should have been the first fucking movie they that did. That should have been the first fucking so. trilogy you did, you smoking losers. Anyway, can we, can we get back to the match? All right, it's the tag title match, the Midnight Heat and the Hammer Brothers. Uh, Ricky tries to do a drop kick into Sledge, but just falls straight on the ground. Then Sledge hits an elbow drop on that. Uh, Midnight Heat control most of the match by beating up Jack. Uh, uh, and they're on their side of the ring as they did the you know the classic tag team of uh you know wrestle on one excellent. side of the excellent teamwork by the Heat. Yep. 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 Um, Jack tries uh, fighting out to get the hot tag for Sledge as he hits a massive clothesline to Eddie. Sle- uh, Sledge gets the tag and hits Eddie with a uh, over-the-head uh, slam. Uh, the hammers hit the wheelbarrow on Eddie, but Ricky is able to put his feet up on the ropes for before the three. Uh, Sledge is outside and runs at Ricky, but he moves out of the way and he runs into the post. Ricky throws the tag title into the ring for the ref to see, and he then puts it away. As he's doing that, Ricky throws the other belt into uh, the ring to allow Eddie to hit Jack with it for the win. Your new pal tag team champions, the Midnight Heat. Justice. Justice. Finally. Can't, Can't beat him without cheating. And there was no cheating. Classic. Not, not one bit. Not one bit. Uh, I mean, match of the night, pretty, pretty cut and dry here. Uh, this match was yeah, really, yeah. really good. Uh, when you have a team like Midnight Heat who are that good, man, it is just—it's a pleasure to watch. Plus, I'm happy because that means that they'll be around more. Yeah. And we've talked about it. This this POW tag division is fucking great. So, no shortage of, uh, of matchups. Nope, not at all. So, yeah, looking good. I like I mean, the outcome. And plus, you got to figure there's going to be a rematch at some point. Yeah. But not to mention, there's a new tag team here that I'm really excited about. <laughs> Joe? Yeah, <laughs> this, this is you. Okay. <laughs> ah, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from here, Corey. Thanks, bud. <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, ah, you I, bastards. 
as the host, I would hate to to take this from you. You know, you know, Booble, you've been trying to, you know, you want to do some uh, highlights here. You, you go ahead, pal. And that was weather. Now over to Joe for sports. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. It's wet. That's right. All right. Are we going to next interview with Brian Zane as he brings out a new tag team for Pow Pro Wrestling? And I know I'm going to butcher this because, you know, they that's what they want to do. They want us, you know. How, let's, let's screw up Joe, and this is what they do. Um, wait, wait, the, this is a hit job on Joe? Is that what we're saying? I think it is. I think it is. In my mind, it is. So That's beautiful. You, know? <laughs> you can't, you can't like become it, the victim. <laughs> I am the victim here, you know? Hey, what should our names be? I don't know. Let's tongue twist that fucking podcast, fuck. <laughs> and that's what it is, damn it. Enough's enough. Okay, this new tag team, they come out. They're dressed up like, uh, I don't know, you want to say luchadors? Ah, Los Conquistadores. I I wish that was their name. Yeah. Joe, say it right now. The Fabulous Freighters. Fabuloso. The the word Corey said. Say that tag team. (laughs) Los Conquistadores. Nope. What up? (laughs) What up? No, but the team that did come out was the fabulous Freyers, Henri and Hercule, two masked men. But I feel like I've seen them before, but I just can't put my finger on it. I don't know. They look like two fresh, young, up-and-coming French athletes. Really good to get some uh, world flavor into the wrestling scene here. So, I mean, two questions, Corey. One, uh, do you think they know Ricky Martel? We we recommend he probably trained them. That's what That's I'm fair. gonna guess. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. they did mention that they are friends with those damn dirty Blanchards. So wonder well, how they know, got the, the invite. Okay. So here here's the deal. A lot of people don't know this because you don't live there. Uh, sizable French uh, base there in 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 Blanchard country. A lot of people don't know that. You go down to Baton Blanchard and you'll find a lot of French. Uh, a beautiful thing. It's a melting pot. I, I did. Huh. They sit Creole in, in Blanchard country. <laughs> yes, they do. As a matter of fact, a little known fact. Educate me right that, now. How's that gumbo in Blanchard country? Oh, it's delicious. Delicioso. <laughs> That's Spanish, Joe. Way to go, Joe. Way to go. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. That's all I know. And back to you. <laughs> um. As these two new uh, two newcomers, the pal said they're going to take the tag team division to a new height. We oui, we oui. they just they just look familiar. Maybe you know are they friends with Ulala? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're not uh, friends. No, nobody's friends with Ulala. What are we doing? France is a large country. It doesn't it, just because you're from France doesn't mean you know each other. It's next to Idaho, so it's weird. <laughs> Joe thinks they all look alike. Yeah. Next I know. Idaho. I know map. <laughs> I've I've it's, often taken the trip from Paris to Boise. Well, there is a Paris, Tennessee, so Joe's not it's 100% a hundred percent wrong. And Paris, it's a Texas. Quick ten minute. And Paris, Texas. And uh, Joe's had French fries, so you know what? he's he's an expert. Yeah. I'm yep. an expert, you know. Uh, let's get to our next matches. It's uh, Chris Brady, everyone's favorite hard boy, versus Zicky Dice for the pouch heavyweight championship 
Brady starts the match off hot with multiple suicide dives through the ropes until the last one where Zicky catches him and slams him onto the apron. Ow. Tar's part of the ring, guys. That's what rumor has it, dude. Uh, Brady jumps off the bottom rope and hits a reverse neck breaker on uh, Zicky. Zicky with a head scissor takedown into the corner and then a back body uh, slam. Uh, favorite part here, Zicky gets on the mic and talks about how there's no way that this is everyone's favorite homeboy. Zicky's homeboy is Jesus Christ. And then some guy tries to start a Jesus Christ chant. Shocker, it did not catch on. It did not. Uh, not not so much. Not so much. So for me, I just put this in my notes just because I thought it was just funny. So the, it, when Ulala is in uh, in, fr- uh, in front of the camera with his back towards it, to me, for some weird reason, it felt like someone like CGI'd Ulala in front of the apron. <laughs> like it just looked so like it just looked so like eighties fake bad CGI in the way I'm like, like, I know he's there, but it just looks like someone to CGI item in front of it to like, you know, like <laughs> on, this on old green screen. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things of like, you know, back in the day when someone had to like act uh. and there's someone in the same room with them, but they're not. So they just have to look at the bad green screen. Like that's what it looked like to me for like some weird reason. But I liked early I'm, on when they got in the when they got in the ring, some fan yelled out "We love you" to Zicky and Ulala, and Ulala quickly replied, "We don't love you." <laughs> um, Brady with a pop up power bomb and goes for the cover, but Ulala puts Zicky's foot on the ropes. Uh, Zicky goes for for a power bomb, but Brady reverses it and hits him with a side kick. Brady puts Zicky on his shoulders, but Zicky kicks the ref. As uh, then he slams Zicky to the ground, hits his beautiful moonsault, but the ref is still down. Brady goes and checks on the ref and turns uh, around into a low blow by Zicky. Ulala gets on the apron, hands him a chair. As Zicky tries to hit Brady with it, he ducks out of the way. So Zicky throws the chair at Brady and falls to the ground like he got hit. Then Brady notices the ref getting up and he throws the chair back to Ulala and then he falls on the ground. <laughs> ref notices both men are down on the ground and calls for this match, uh, calls for the match and the winner via disqualification, Chris Brady. Ah, uh, but you know, the time, the, the time tested, uh, rule in wrestling, you may have won the match, but the title can't change hands on a disqualification. Wait a minute. Did they just steal the title from Brady in World Pies like they did Dusty and MSG? Yep. God damn it. God damn it. This was a fun match. Uh, I really yeah. like Zicky as champion. So do I. Yes, I the same here. I think it works. It's it's sort of like a it's like a weird like Bizarro World Shawn Michaels. From like the mid '90s, it's fantastic. Yeah. He's got that attitude. He's got the charisma, the cockiness. Works. So our main event is a battle royal. To uh, winner gets a pick their match and their opponent. As we have the winners from the previous matches: Jaden, Spencer Scott, Nick Radford, Izzy McQueen, Charlie Lavelle, Doctor Cleaver, Marcus. Eric's uh, good brother Levi, Drexel, 
and Funny Bone. Elimination goes this goes thusly. Uh, Radford gets eliminated by Izzy. Izzy is eliminated by Charlie. Marcus is eliminated by Cleaver. Cleaver is eliminated by Funny Bone. Spencer, uh, Scott, and Drexel eliminate each other as then they brawl on the outside to the back. Charlie is eliminated by Jaden. Now we're down to Jaden and Funny Bone. Funny Bone brings the tax in, boys. As Jaden tries to eliminate Funny Bone by doing a Hurricane Rana over the top rope, but Funny Bone catches him and slingshots, power bombs him into the middle of the tax. Ah. That's a hard, that's no, a hard pass you. for me, dog. Yeah. Like, it, it was, like, dead center, too. It was just, like, oof. Um, like, Jaden did, like, he, you know, reacted, like, as you would by, like, you know, bending backwards. But, like, then his head's, like, going into tax and that. It's like, oh, my goodness. So, then Jaden and Funny Bone are fighting on the outside of the ropes on the apron until good brother Levi rolls back into the ring as he was sucker punched earlier in the match and knocks both men out. And your winner of the Battle Royal, good brother Levi. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. After the match, um, Levi kept saying how he's going to get the YouTube championship back as Zicky's telling him, like, don't need to. Nobody watches that that uh, YouTube <laughs> channel, so you don't need to. Um, as he's like, no, no, I, that's what I want. I want the ti- I want the YouTube title back. That's what I want. That's what I'm going for. As then, um, Levi, good brother, is about to announce that he is going to go for that title. Zicky's like, no, no, no. What we're doing is we're taking on Drexel and Funny Bone in a Santa sleigh ride match. <laughs> bold strategy, cut. Levi was like, what? No. <laughs> no, no, that's what we're doing. That is what we're that's doing. Not we're at doing all a tag match. Pick. That's not at all what I was going to pick. Well, that's what he picked. As at the next pal show, it will be a tag match. At Silent Night, Violent Night, it's going to be Funny Bone and Drexel taking on Good Brother Levi and Zicky Dice in a Santa sleigh ride match. Uh, me thinks that's going to end badly for Good Brother Levi. <laughs> Yeah, me thinks that won't be so good for him. But uh, this was a fun show, dude. It was. It, oh, I think it, it peaked you because it was like all tag matches. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was fine with it. It, 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 hit, it hit all the notes for me. This was fun. Plus, I, I, love the, I love the roulette wheel gimmick. It's fucking great. And hopefully I'll be able to go to the next fucking show. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, as it was, I enjoyed the show. I... I I think we should be able to make it uh, for uh, Silent Night, Violent Night on December 16th. Um, you can get your tickets now at PowerProWrestling.com or NoSoEntertainment.com. Matches uh, so far announced is Funny Bone Drexel versus Zicky and Levi in that Santa Slay Ride match. For the POW Tag Team Championships, we have Midnight Heat taking on the Flaming Aces. That should be fun. Yeah, will we? And then, as we said earlier, Amira and Caden Cassidy in an hour-long arm wrestling <laughs> match. Again, get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling doc, uh, for Power Pro Wrestling at powerprowrestling.com. You don't want to miss out. These shows are fantastic. They're fun. They it's 
their storylines are not thrown, you know, just shoved down your throats. Like there is every show has a reason for the storyline to make you want to go back to the next show, watch the next show to see what's going to happen next. There's a reason for the season. What the Akeem said right there. What what he said right there. But you don't want to miss out, you know. Um, There are always fun shows. I got my, I know I think my, uh, my real brother and my niece will be going to this upcoming show. Um, But you don't want to miss out. So get your tickets now. Papa Wrestling Duck. Who's your fake brother? Thank you. I was going to go there too. (laughs) I, as, I, as, I, as opposed I, to your pretend brother. Well, I I was gonna ask. I was gonna say my brother. Then I felt like someone would make like a like a comment, like you know, something like that, like you know, who's your good brother or something. So I just want to make it's my real brother. So don't worry right. about it. Joe, you know? Joe has a kayfabe brother. That's right, brother. Listen here, brother. I got a kayfabe brother, brother. I got a lot of things. Okay, I got a lot <laughs> of stuff going on. I'm a very important businessman, all right? Now I'm going to shuffle my paperwork. And, yep, yep, go that to was great. That was fantastic. Yes. What a great show. Yep. So let's talk about the other show that happened uh, this just recently. Survivor Series War Games. So is the plan, uh, like, this is going to be an annual War Games match now? Is that the thing going forward? Yeah. So yeah. much for not shoehorning gimmick matches in if you don't need them. Yeah. Um, Rose, it was a Rose. Yep, Rosemont, Illinois, All State Arena, seventeen thousand one hundred and thirty-eight. Best arena in Chicago. Um, it's on the short um, list for best arenas in the country for wrestling. Right behind the Tacoma Dome. There it is. There it is. Corey's favorite arena. So, uh, Have you ever the, been to that arena besides that one show, Corey? Uh, no, thankfully. <laughs> He's trying to stay away I from that know, one. I did have a friend who went to go see ACDC there, and they said the acoustics for concerts was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that fits. That fits. About that's on brand. I just know whenever I'm driving back from Seattle, I always take a picture of it for the freeway for Corey and send it to it. God damn Tacoma Dome! Just so he can know it's still there. I think I think if when the day comes when they go like, yeah, we're going to implode it. Corey's like, I'm on my, I'm on my I'm way on my up. Way. I, I got to piss on this. I got to piss on this when it's done. Well, it no. is a big giant concrete urinal. <laughs> Corey's gonna chain himself to the building. <laughs> no, please stop. No, I've grown to love it. <laughs> When a man loves a stadium. Bum, bum, bum. God damn it. All right, let's talk about Survivor Series War Games. Games. First match of the night was the Women's War Games, which I believe, Corey, I think, Booble, you texted us, like, within, like, five minutes before the match. Like, what's starting? And it's like, it's going to be the women. And then the show started. I was like, well, never mind. Yeah. (laughs) They they told us. Scratch that. So right Uh, off the bat, right off the bat, they're already 0-1 with me. Uh, Because, I don't know if it's because I'm picky, if I'm OCD, I don't know what it is. 
but the men's war games was five on five. Yep. Why is the women's four on four? Already Not I'm convenience? pissed. I maybe, but already I'm annoyed. <clears throat> is that like at the Royal Rumble? You have a thirty man Royal Rumble and a seventeen woman Royal Rumble. <laughs> One thing I know, I like, like it's like in the main, like the main event, like the men's one, like they just shoehorned in a fifth person for each team. You couldn't do that here, right? It's like, come yeah. on, you got like eight, you have like eighty-five women on the fucking roster. Like you, what you could have done is like, you know, if you're trying to promote your, I don't know, your tag team women's champions just because they're your champions, you could have put like Chelsea Green in, and then she'd be like, uh-uh, I'm not going in, and then Piper Nib- her- Niven is the yeah, oh, that person. Yeah, and then for the baby faces, Natalia, or you know, someone that normally. Oh is... Jesus Christ! Well, that's not. You know, I'm fine. With, I'm fine. I'm fine with her. <laughs> hey man, I I really don't know that much of the. I forgot the women's roster. So that's the first, you know, baby face that's not on the match already. As we have uh, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, shot seeing Becky Lynch defeating <laughs> Damage Control. Bailey, Oscar, EO, and Kyrie Sane with Dakota really, on the outside. Not really fair teams there. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. 33 and a half minutes. When did Damage Control become a Joshi uh, group? Oh my God. Did you see somebody ask again. Triple H about that after the show? No. So they were like, she was so, uh, some lady asked him, he was like, When did you become a fan of the, the Joshi? He was like, First of all, I didn't know that was a term until like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my joke is again he saw he saw stardom and was like yep i'm gonna do that and well that we is how Bailey. he's done the majority of his stuff let's see he stole the next tease idea from shane <laughs> allegedly allegedly yeah <laughs> well hey it goes it goes on brand with that company because the rock was gonna join pride so you know there you go yeah, yeah. what did you guys spider dwayne johnson <laughs> All right. What did you guys think of the match? Because I know the text tone of like how oh great Charlotte Flair's the, of course I, she's the last one out. Well, I know we'll get to it later. I feel like apparently I'm on an island. I thought the men's match was better, not by a lot, but I thought it was a better match. People, people like thought this was better than the men's match. Uh, most people think this is the better match. Well, most people are stupid. Like I was, uh, it was an okay mortgage. I didn't fine. hate it. It was fine. I went three. It was fine. That's about what I went. Yeah. Like they, they, they uh, EO did the same spot she did in the NXT one of putting the trash can over and like, welcome to jackass and, and jumped off the top <laughs> of the cage. <laughs> now she had yelled that four fucking stars. Immediately. Hi, I'm EO uh, Sky. Welcome to jackass. And then <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here, here's what I. What floored me, okay? So when Eosky comes into the ring, fucking Michael Cole goes, she's got the most experience in war games. She's been in five. Yeah. Yeah, she's been in like every one. I was like, there's been five female war games matches? NXT? Uh, I think I remember two of them. Yeah. So, Corey, is that the most... Ever like in all war games, like was Dusty or Flair in more than five like that, or is that it? Uh, let me think. Um, that's that's sad if that's the record. 
Dusty and Flair and Arn. Well, Arn was in more because he was in the Dangerous I, Alliance. I, I have it. I have it right here. Yeah, Arn's totally been in the most probably. So, um, hang on. I have they have it by um, like WWE women's men women. So like in men for uh, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and O'Reilly four times. That's WWE women. How many fucking war games were at NXT? Jesus Christ. Apparently four sure. that I didn't know about. Yeah, there's four. Roderick Strong, Pete Dunruin, four. Uh, w- <laughs> women. Um, EO has been in five. Dakota's been in four. Um, what? Uh, so Rhea's weird. been three. Um three wow. bianca's been in three then we go to nwa here we go that's what i want to know there we go road warrior animal and hawk have been in 13 and they've won all 13 <laughs> what <laughs> dusty's been in 11 and won 11 uh Nik- nikita koloff's been in 11 won 11 luger's been in 13 and won 10 sting seven hang on Interesting. Hang on. Oh NWA God. Sting says it's been he's been in seven, but in in WCW <laughs> I think they're including it. He's been in twelve. But yeah, Tolly's been in. Tolly and Arn's been in fifteen and haven't won any. Flair's been God in fourteen and hasn't won any. Hang on. Let me double check. Wow. W- WCW. It's, a, it's, a, it's very much a babyface match. Yeah. Uh, they- uh, for the Great American Bash Tours in 87, 88, and 89, the Great American Bash Tour was a month-long tour of the United States. And for the big cities, they would do War Games matches. Untelevised, uh, w- just fucking house show matches. Man, One Man is... Gang's been in five. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ! A team has been in five <laughs> War Games? Corey, <laughs> yeah. can you yeah. name a single team he was on? I had no idea that motherfucking Akeem <laughs> was in five war game matches. Um, news to me. Wyndham's, Barry Wyndham has been in fifth, 12. That um, makes sense. Hogan, the horse Hogan makes sense. three. Nash four. Uh, Dusty, uh, Dustin Rhodes three. Brian Nobbs one. So I'm putting Nobbs out there. Um, Thank you. Larry's. Thank you for shouting out Brian Knobs. (laughs) Tom Zink won. Uh What? All right. Man was in a war games. Yeah. If we're we're name checking Tom Zink, we need to move on. Yeah, we're we're done. Um, I'm just trying to see if the the Zodiac and Shark were one. The Diamond Stud was one. Mongo was one. Um. Yep, that's about it on the. Oh my god, a key Don... was in five war games. <laughs> Don and Ron won, so that's good. Holy fuck, dude! El uh, Gigante, the yellow. Who's the, the yellow? Hold dog on, hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on, Joe. I want you to go back and read that name one more time. <laughs> the yellow dog. The yellow nope, dog. No, before, no, before that. Sting. Nope, right oh. after that. The one that starts with Tom, L. T- Tom, oh, uh, L. Tom Zinko. Got it. Uh, Gigante, Joe. Gigante. 
El Gigante <laughs> with four. My favorite was you said El Gigante. I know, yeah, brother. Awesome. LG. He's the G of WCW. Like, what are you, what are you, Tony Schiavone? Jesus Christ. That put butts in seats. Our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship as Gunther defeats the wait, Miz wait, in 12 minutes. Wait, who won? Or, oh, yeah, Corey rated another. Do we say who won? Yeah, the first team. I, I, I said, read it out like that. Maybe how they won. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, Gunther and the Miz. You know, I wanted to like this a lot more. It was good. It was a fine match, but the mm-hmm. Miz got way too much fucking offense. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. This pissed me off. I yeah. love the Miz. You guys know I love the Miz. A, he's fucking stupid as a babyface. It's dumb as shit to make him a babyface. And Gunther should have ran fucking through him. Like, what are we doing? Why is he having a competitive match with the Miz? Having said that, the dick shot into the Skull Crusher finale was a great spot. Oh. And the job bit. Did you guys notice, like, notice that they fucked up the first time, and so they redid it, but in a very good way? Yep. Yep. So so good, man. That's that's where somebody like them is, having that much experience, uh, and Gunther being very good. Like, when you have two veterans like that, where they, they went back to the spot, but didn't make it obvious they went back to the spot. Exactly. Now, this was really good. I gave it was a, a good three. match. Yeah. It's it, it just, he got way too much offense in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, like everybody Gunther faces when he started taking the chops, yeah, not a fan of that. Nope. <laughs> the Miz likes to. The Miz notoriously is a rather light worker. Oh. What'd you think, Jobin, of L match? I thought it was going to be a squat, like a, a short match, like it, you know. I I I'm uh, it's okay it was okay for what they were dealing with because I think what Ricochet was probably the one that was going to be taking on him, but the concussion took him out. But that's right, he got hurt. Good, that's right. Yeah, it was a good match. It was just you know, also uh, sidetrack. Does he not do the uh, Gunther? I mean, does he not do the special entrance anymore with the two people talking? Uh, no, they've cut that out because you know that got over. What a bummer. I assume I I assume they would do it on bigger shows. By that I mean against someone bigger than what I don't me. need is that chick screaming that his name in a weird off. Remember the greatest of all time announcer. Oh, you know. Uh, the social media. Oh, they. Thank you. Our next match was supposed to be Carlito versus Santos Escobar, but it's Santos Escobar defeating Dragon Lee in seven minutes and forty seconds. Somehow, some way, <laughs> Carlito got signed back on that Roman Reigns schedule. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> well, I think Carlito was uh, visiting the, the gym <laughs> with, with Roman <laughs> Reigns, if you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think uh, him and uh, another guy later uh, shot for the same Super Rock, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that shortly. <laughs> I was actually disappointed by this match. Uh, so was I. Uh, I mean, they had, what, 24 hours build, so, you know, there wasn't much to it, but... Yeah, I just think they, did, they didn't do what they could have done. It was like a muted version of this match. I wonder if they were told. Like, they couldn't, like, take it off of the card at that point, but, like, they were just like, don't go nuts, just kill 10 minutes. This is just about getting Santos's heel character over, so don't go crazy. Do you like the heel character? 
He's a he's a better heel than face. Yeah. If they let him do what he did in NXT, he was actually really good at it. I just, uh, I guess I I probably like him as a heel. I just don't care about him turning on the LWO because I don't care about the LWO. So like, he's kind of justified because that group sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I was hanging out with losers and I decided not to anymore. Somehow he's the bad guy. <laughs> uh, would you give this match, L. Corey? Uh, flat three again. It was fine. It was a good match. It just know that Dragon Lee especially can do more than this. Who who's his brother? Is it Roosh? Oh, uh, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. Roosh and Dralistico are his brothers. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, our next match for the women's world championship, Rhea Ripley defeating Zoe Stark in nine minutes and fifteen Ooh. seconds. Curious what you guys I mean, think. Internet split on this. Oh, I was waiting for him to say it. <laughs> oh, oh, here's all oh, the match. Oh, I, thought, or I thought he wanted us to go first. <laughs> yeah. Now I hear uh, what you guys think because the internet uh, is uh, split on this. I'm curious where you guys fall. I thought it was an okay match. It wasn't bad by any means. I like Zoe Stark. I think she's got an upside. Uh, Rhea kicks ass. Uh, I liked her look. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Worked for me. It's all I around. Guess- it was good match. I'm with Corey. It was, you know, okay. Be, being the fact that, again, this Zoe Stark match is just brought to you by a Royal, uh, a battle Royal setup, you know, not like, um, well, not, not much, you know, they made a storyline out of it, but it's just the, I, I worry that they've almost made Rhea too big a star and too big an obstacle that no one is taken seriously as a challenger for her. Yeah. Uh, almost the uh, AEW did with Jade. Yeah, it just seems like okay, switch. she's gonna beat everybody. I actually think we just answered the question of who beats her, but that'd be I a hell of a debut. Be that'd be money. Um, so the internet I've seen is either, and I'm not kidding about this, either the match of the night, which is wow. a bit insane. Yeah. I love me some Rio. That's a bit insane, or one of the worst matches they've ever seen in their life, which is also oh, no, insane. It was, nowhere, it was nowhere near that bad. I like, I liked it, especially because I especially watched because I know what Rhea can do, and so I you know, wasn't worried about Rhea. I wanted to see how Zoe Stark looked against Rhea, and I thought she looked good. I thought she looked good. I thought she looked like she belonged in the match, and she's also physical enough in the match with Rhea. Like when yeah. Rhea wrestles these other women who Waves. have no size or are not athletes they their strikes or whatever their moves are are really bad and Rhea selling for that looks terrible this looked like a fight yeah no Zoe Stark is more yeah one of the more physical I like it she can go I, mm-hmm. I she's believable and I thought this was a good match I thought it it helped her like hanging tough with Rhea Obviously, Rhea was going to win, so that was never a doubt, and I'm fine with that. Um, but I think good uh, good stuff for Zoe Stark ahead, I believe. Oh, yeah. Our next match and the main event, the men's war game. Five matches for this card. 
Cody Rhodes, Seth Franklin Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton defeating the Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. 34 that minutes. Was, that was not Randy Orton. That was Mr. Universe. <laughs> he looked. That was, that was Chris Masters who the fuck came out. <laughs> Uh, so the reason I think this match is better than the women's match, uh, other than it was, I thought it was worked better. Um, I thought the story, even though we all know Orton was going to be there, the story of will he, won't he, I thought they did really good telling. Plus he's um, a believable dude about will he, won't he. hundred fucking percent. A hundred percent ready to work. If you're like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it makes sense entirely. Um, and plus like, I don't know. I, it's such a small thing, but when Corey Graves just goes on about how Dom is used to being behind bars, it makes me laugh so hard. It's hilarious. <laughs> it it did you guys like the, what they did? Is the fact that you know Randy doesn't come out, so it's the oh, like what we talked about last week, because you know, well, it was a double, it was a it was a storyline progression, but it was also a fake you out because there's a certain someone else. Yeah. So they wanted to get you really craved. Uh, my favorite line of the night was when Dom finally gets in and he attacks somebody and Graves goes, oh, it was just like the first night in the chow line. <laughs> <laughs> and then I loved him just prison jumping Dom. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's so good at this character. Fucking hell. He is latched onto something that is ridiculous and shouldn't work, but God, does he make it work? Oh, so good. Um, so uh, what, what did you think of Mr. Wonderful <laughs> coming back, being last, you know, wasn't, he wasn't in long. I don't know that he has the stamina to kill all of that fucking muscle mass. Jesus. Right. I mean, it was crazy. Um, was, I did like, sweat the, like Lesnar. Oh my God. I, at least he didn't turn purple. Uh, <laughs> he looked good. I did like the uh, RKO off the top of the cage. <laughs> that was weird. Where they just they just yeeted whoever uh, McDonough. <laughs> it was like, Orton of course Tom. it was McDonough. Yeah, right. They just fucking yeeted him. There you go. <laughs> fly, fat uh, ass fly. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, I like him and Uso looking at each other, but then. Uso hits the super kick on. Uh, it was mm-hmm. probably McDonough. I <laughs> know oh, it was David. It was uh, Drew because he was going for the Claymore. Okay, I was gonna say he j- seemed like McDonough <laughs> just took all of the bumps in this match, as as McDonough's want to do in a match like this. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you, man, because uh, this crowd was hyped for somebody else, which we'll get to shortly. Uh, they popped way harder than I thought they would for him. He got, a mon- he got a monster pop. I, yeah, agreed. He's a legend to this generation. Yeah. I mean, I like seeing Randy. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Randy Orton. Um, and he still has something left. So I I don't know if I'm a little disappointed he did RKO Cody, to be honest. But <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> I think that's eventually what we're going to get, but. Uh, there were which 10 will be great. Match. I was hoping for nine RKOs. I mean, you're not wrong. Just he just like he's still a face, but just say, like, bitch. He's like Austin. I'll just hit anybody whenever I want. <laughs> right. Just boom. Here you go. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Uh, 
Cody gets the win in the end, obviously, because Cody, <laughs> brother, brother, it's my dad's <laughs> match, brother. I gotta get the win. Was this his first his first War Games? Yep. Yes, it was. And I'm sorry, uh, Akeem has been in how many? Five. Uh, five. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Hey, all he did was dance. Wait, has Dustin been in the War Games? Yeah, three. he was in like three. In all fairness, Akeem, Akeem was uh, just like a complete variation of Dusty Rhodes, so he deserved to be in the war game. <laughs> oh, but then they do the fake out. Crowd's going, the show's going off the air. They get the old uh, the watermark. They pan back, and I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> and then we hear, like a boostle! As one and CM, creams themselves. CM Punk comes out. Weird haircut. I like my boy. Yeah. That's a that's a weird haircut. Stand stands at the entrance. We we fade out. It's clobbering time. We fade out. So, I'm Mr. So Punk. Happy. I'm yeah, so happy. the the I'm the internet so is split on this. A lot of people are split. It's just not the internet, but it's just you know the it's it you know the clip of him returning their seventy one million views. Mm-hmm. You know it's getting that pub that they want. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I love it. I never a doubt for me since he left AEW that he was going to be here. Um, it made too much sense in too many directions. They don't need him for sure. They don't need him, but uh, this company, especially Triple H, the guy in charge now, and Punk, are very petty, and it's a way to throw a shot back the other direction. So they were gonna take it. He'll be here for a year or less. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Uh, it's not gonna hurt anything long term. They're just going to get some big matches out of it, make some money. Uh, I think, personally, uh, aside from wanting to throw a fuck you to Tony Khan, which is deserved, uh, he wanted to go out in a, not the way he's gone out the last two times, uh, which is commendable. It may not work because it's CM Punk, but uh, I think he's going to try. <laughs> uh, I think he wants to have, my guess would be, not next mania, but the mania after something around that timeline will be when he finishes up. Go out putting somebody over who deserves it at that time, wherever we're at, roster wise. Uh, but you know, wrestling for me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, uh, is better when Punk is around. Uh, he's he has ascended to my number one guy all time, uh, surplanting old Seven Bucks himself. Um, so I just, I was so excited to see it on Saturday. Uh, I'm very excited about all the possibilities of what they could do with him. I think obviously the first one's going to be Seth, which will be fire. Um, yeah, I'm fucking pumped. Corey. I got nothing. Yeah. 
I'm okay with this. Like I, it's, it doesn't hurt me. Like I don't, it's funny. Um, I'm nothing. I don't have a, you know, a, you know, dog in this fight. It's just, you know, business. So it's, you know, I'm, he just did his promo on raw and he said it's, he's here to make money. I don't hear about it. I'll watch it later. That's all I'm going to say. No spoilers. Um, that's all I'm going to say. You can Um, spoil me later because I won't be watching. Okay. Um, yeah, it, I, it's that thing of, I think I was, I suspected him showing up on Survivor Series because, again, WWE doing the flashing red lights, basically what, you know, basically what AEW did with him too. It's like flashing red lights, flashing red lights. And then, you know, they do, you know, what they, what WWE does best with the, the fake out, you know, oh, we're going out, you know, and they, oh, we're done. There's the, sign off and then cue the music um you know it's interesting i think i'm with i'm with booble on the it's gonna be seth because you know the footage that they have of the aftermath of seth you know yelling i'm gonna fuck him up you know um i think you know that's the first that's probably gonna be wrestlemania right there between the two um but I don't know. We'll see where where this goes. You know, I saw a meme of, I think he signed a multi-year contract and Osprey signed a multi-year contract, and let's see who goes the longest. My guess would be Osprey. <laughs> That's what they said that, too. That so. would be my guess. <laughs> so also, yeah, Osprey's what twenty fucking four or something. He's like thirty crazy fucking young. Thirty. Oh, he's thirty already. Yeah. I think for some reason I just like. He never ages for me. Like maybe I like is Zack Saber Jr. still super young? Is that what I'm thinking of? No, he's almost forty. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. I'm losing my goddamn mind. I'm high on life. I don't know. I'm uh, glad you guys are excited about it. I'm fucking pumped. I'm so happy. So, uh, I'm just tired of giving him second chances. It's not a second yeah. chance. It's like it's like a ninth chance. Well, I'm tired of giving them to him, so I'm out. Yeah. Well, you know. I never thought this would happen, but when his music hit Saturday, I got viscerally annoyed. I was like, fuck, this just took down a pretty good show for me. Before Punk, what did you think of the show? Like, It was fine. Not at all. It wasn't an all-time great, but it was perfectly fine. I like it was three hours. Oh God, they're pacing, and five like I mean obviously like those matches are gonna go forever. Those war games matches, so five matches makes sense. The only thing that sucks, and it's it's I mean they're guilty of it the worst. They very much have a like a boxing thing, or like their video packages are good, but fuck they take forever. Oh my God, what what sucks for me is that it it just. I'm already like kind of out on WWE and this just pretty much puts me all the way out. Like it's ironic because in like 2011, he's the reason I still watched wrestling and he's probably the reason I'll quit watching wrestling in 2024 in terms of at least WWE. I'll watch it for you, Corey. I'll report on it. All right. You do that. All right. We'll see where they go, you know. 
how long he's with WWE. Um, I did but. I did like one tweet I saw where someone congratulated him on taking his Bret Hart obsession to a new uh, to a new high by uh, just like Bret going back to the company that actively tried to ruin his life. Bret's always right. Speaking um, of Joe, yeah. Before we get to the very last the homework thing we had to do, yeah, I'm gonna surprise something with you for a little bit because there's a. There's a special nugget at the end of it that I'm going to need you and Corey's help with. Uh, I'm going to need your guys' help. What's up? I don't remember the homework. Worst wrestler, uh, best match. Yeah. A terrible wrestler, their best match. Okay. All right. Before we get to that, I'm going to go over real quick the list, and Corey can speak on uh, some of this because I don't know. He can speak on this. He can speak on this. Let me talk to you. Uh, the Wrestling Observer uh, had their Hall of Fame class recently. Yep. So I'm going to go over the names real quick, and uh, we can talk about some that I know, and Corey can educate me on a lot of the ones that I don't. <laughs> uh, apparently, tag teams now are allowed individually, which yes. apparently wasn't a thing before, which is weird. But well, no, what it was was, so like if, let's say, ooh, what's a good example? I'm trying to think. Um, like the Andersons. Ole yeah. Anderson, uh, if Ole Anderson went in by himself, which he has an excellent case to overall, mm-hmm. uh, then the Andersons couldn't go in because he was already in. So weird. But but so, they changed it, that it, now. So you can go in for both your individual and a tag team collective effort if you deserve it. So, like, example, you can say, like, Harlem Heat. Like, Booker can go in, but Stevie Ray couldn't at that. But now they switched that. Yeah, if Booker went in by himself, Harlem Heat couldn't go in. That's actually a very okay. good example. But now because, they've changed it. Because the team, that team should, but Stevie Ray by himself, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, so here's the list, Joseph. Have you heard this? Have you heard the list? I have not. I have not. Oh, perfect. Uh, the first one is a tag team. It's uh, Raka and Perez. Absolutely should have been in and would have been in already if that tag team rule hadn't just changed because uh, Raka was already in. Um, they were the premier tag team in New York in the 50s, selling out Madison Square Garden multiple times. They were the hottest act there was. Um, actually had a riot in, New- in Madison Square Garden with, uh, with a team. Um, yeah, they absolutely no-brainers. Carried that company before Bruno, and the- Bruno came in and it became the WWWF. When it was just, you know, capital sports, they carried it. Who were their, well, I, I mean, I guess, is one of their rivals a, a team later we'll get to? Possibly. Okay. Um, sorry. Oh, I closed it. I'm back. Okay. Uh, the next one, I've got nothing. Uh, the Beauty Pair? Uh, a Lucha taxi, a legendary Lucha team. Um, I'm, hold on. No, wait. Yeah, Lucha. Um, I can't remember if it was Lucha or Japan. Yeah, it's Lucha. I don't know much about them, but I did listen to a podcast on the Mexican region ballot uh, before the you know the vote came in. So I learned a little bit, but they're just a legendary lucha team that's finally getting their just due. First of all, how do we get Corey a vote? That's, what I'm, that's all I want to know. Oh, I need to have be yeah, an observer uh, subscriber again. Is the main reason, which uh, I 
if I had the money, I would. It's, that's actually Fair. not a problem. But, but yeah. Which I think they're they, didn't they say they're going away from uh the mail? Well, it's going to be digital, it's be digital only. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of lame, right? I hate it, but I mean, I get it. It's it's you know. Word it's like world. such a small percentage of people who still get the mail one. Yeah. I like uh, having physical copies of stuff. I mean, uh, anybody listening, folks, we can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. WWE true. wishes they had Corey's library. Boom. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And it's all physical, baby. Yep. Uh, now, Joe, this is going to be, this is going to fucking blow your mind. This next person who wasn't in yet. Sergeant Slaughter. Wait, what? Yeah, and he's actually been on the bubble for about ten years. Where That's right. Is there a bubble? Is there is it like a like NMLB NFL? Like there's a bubble yeah. like you have. Yeah, you have a certain amount of time. I'd say fifteen years, but you have to stay above fifty percent or sixty percent that last year, or you'll drop off. And he finally got in, and. To me, it was a no-brainer, and it should have been yeah. for years. Like That's wild made, to me. He did amazing business in the 80s in the Mid-Atlantic. Uh, his tag team program with him and, and uh, his uh, partner against uh, or, oh, ah, his name, Rocky Cronodal against Steamboat and Youngblood was such a huge program that the final cage match at the Greensboro Coliseum did such insane business that they came up with the idea of doing Starcade because of it. I mean, it worked out. Yeah. Uh, so about, yeah, about 97. The G.I. Joe connection uh, uh, in the mid-80s was huge. He, uh, he I don't was, know, uh, changed toys? <laughs> yeah, he was one of the most mainstream of professional wrestlers in the 80s. I, and yeah, the 91 Iraqi sympathizer thing <clears throat> maybe doesn't isn't a feather in his cap, but, you know, he was WWE champion. Uh, you know. So... And hey, man, they had to move that mania because it was so unsafe. Yeah. That's, that yeah. was the reason. That's what it was. Yeah. So unsafe, people were afraid to buy tickets. <laughs> uh, and now I'm thinking this is uh, tied to the first team we talked about, Corey. Uh, Jerry and Jack Briscoe. Uh, no, they came a little later. Uh, okay. But Jerry Briscoe is already in, a former NWA world champion. And of course, we all know Jerry, Gerald, Mr. McMahon. Um, and that's the only way Jerry would have gotten in is as the team with Jack. I'm a little surprised they got in together. They were a flipping great team, but didn't really team that often. And it was only towards the end of Jerry's career after he'd already been the world champion that they were kind of a constant team. Damn good, but I don't know. That's borderline to me. Ooh. But. Does it push him over the top because he's one of the Stooges? Probably. Okay. Yeah, that probably got him a little bump, yeah. Not a shooter in the backstage because he was a Stooge. Hey, if you wanted to hook you, you'd be hooked. That's right. That's right. Uh, Joe, this next one is for you. Bring your lunch pail, sir. It's Big Tom. That's well-deserved. Tomohiro Ishii. That one was a shock to me. because I was really, like, is it well-deserved? Uh because really, like, he doesn't click the box for, uh, you know, he he didn't put butts in seats and he didn't win a lot of titles. However, he was he's so good in the ring and the, the criteria is 
theoretically you should be good at all three parts but mm-hmm. if you're so outstanding in one it's feasibly possible to get in that's pretty much how ben wall got in he was such a great wrestler that it overcounted everything else yeah uh, of course he was put would in you, before would, the incident would you tell a big tom <laughs> to his face sorry no. no okay no but so that one shocked me though that he got in. I'm I'm sure you know I wasn't expecting that one. No, next to Corey, I got absolutely nothing. Uh, Blue Panther. Blue Panther is a legendary uh, lucha. Um, I'm shocked he wasn't in before, but he's fine. What happened with New Mexico? Because uh, not everybody votes in every area. Like it's, yeah. it's split in North America and then Mexico and Japan and Europe and, you know, Asia. And so, and but you only, you can choose to only vote in the areas you're, you know, knowledgeable in. So most guys won't vote in areas they don't know a lot about just to make it fair. Mm-hmm. And the Mexican region had a fucking gridlock for like seven or eight <laughs> years where there was like, nobody could get in because nobody was voting enough and everybody like everybody on the ballot in that region was were each getting like thirty three percent. It's like down the line. <laughs> and finally, after a couple of years, there was like this one big class of all lucha, and it's it's cleared things out a little bit. But it was comical for a while. It was like, come on, guys! Like, it's it was like the one region where everybody on the ballot deserved to go in, but nobody could fucking get in, and it would just grow by year. <laughs> And then your last inductee, uh, George Kidd. I don't know a lot about George Kidd. That was the one where I was like, uh... in fact, I don't even remember what region he came from. I believe it's the uh, Europe, uh, England area. I, I think, think I think it's European. I think. Yeah, that's the one I don't know. I, I need to do some research because that one I'm not sure. of. <laughs> Not shocked Roman Reigns didn't get in. Uh, you know. Uh, but the important, the important item, gentlemen. And Joe, this is where I need you to listen up. We're going to, it's going to be, I think it's going to be up to us. So next year, there's somebody coming on the ballot for the first time. This is a, this is a first ballot Hall of Famer in our book. You shouldn't doubt him. It's El Dandy. Well, Dandy should absolutely be a Hall of Famer. We're going to need to get this push going. Hashtag Hail Dandy for Hall of Fame. For people who only know the WCW thing, that fucking jobber, no, he was big business in Mexico for like the entire decade before the WCW run. Legendary matches, main event status, fucking an idol. Absolute Hall of Fame worthy. So, yes, let's get that going. Let's get, we had the hashtag push Alex right. To be fair, it was 15 years after it stopped. Uh, let's get the go. Let's get the, <laughs> yeah. one, let's get the one going here. Where it's hashtag El Dandy for Hall of Fame. Come on, well, Brett, help that, us out. Don't let that get in the way. <laughs> 15 years. We can keep going for both right. Make it right. Make it also, right. Make it right. And in how was that not the fucking tagline? God damn it, Jeff, you suck. Right. So that's, um, your, that's your Hall of Fame this year for the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. It's a pretty good class. I was uh, pleasantly shocked. Some years there's like one or two people. Mm. 
It's like that on baseball too, which is when they revert to Scott Rowland. So yeah. Uh, oh boy. Yep. Fred McGriff. <laughs> I like me Fred McGriff, but Hall of Fame. Yeah, what I love the crime dog, but I'm not too sure he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> what are we What are we doing here? I think they just put names in this year because they they didn't want another year. Oh like, no, no, they uh, did. That's 100 percent the reason. Yep. Yeah. Well, don't worry, guys. Uh, they're doing like the veterans committee right now, and Joe West is going to get in. So there's fucking wow. that. There's Actively ruined that. baseball. There's fucking that. <laughs> I fucking hate that dude. God damn it, I hate that dude. God Cowboy man. D's nuts. Cowboy D's nuts. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's the last thing we're doing? What's our homework? Uh, we got homework to talk about. And so last week we did uh, best wrestler and worst match. Mm-hmm. We're flipping it upside down as we're doing worst wrestler and their best match. I struggled with this. I did too. I remember now. I did too. <laughs> until the one that came to mind almost slapped me in the face. And I was like, oh, yeah. I like, swear to God. Open. I swear to God if the brain came in play. <sighs> there, <laughs> Like, there's an obvious one, right? And so I didn't want to pick that. Because that's what everybody picks. It's obvious. So I was trying to dig a little deeper. And... I'll, uh, who wants to go first? I'll get to maybe my reading. I want to go last because I want to go last. You know what? I had I had mine since last week. Okay, I'll go first, Corey, if you don't mind. Okay, yeah, no, go ahead. So, go ahead. my candidate was Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, oh, yeah, did? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. not have a good fucking match. I couldn't find one, <laughs> which was true. really irritating, <laughs> but also on brand. Yeah, this is true. He's fucking terrible so i want to see what you guys pick there's obvious obvious big one that everybody so we'll we'll maybe talk about at the end but i dug deep i don't love my pick because again i struggled with this so the best one that i could come up with kind of digging in the in the depths of wrestling i'm gonna go to bash at the beach 1996 all right i'm gonna go disco inferno versus dean malenko yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Disco not known for having good matches. Yeah, not uh, so much. <laughs> and that was a good match. Of course, in 1996, you stepped in the ring with Dean Malenko, you were guaranteed to have at least a good match. Or he was going to beat the fuck out of you. One of the things yeah, that happened. Either way. Uh, you know, I like the Disco gimmick. Uh, he, you can't, he went all in on it. You can't say that he didn't. It was a great gimmick, but it stayed around too long. By the time 98, 99 oh, came around, it didn't yeah. fit the era anymore. We were doing Disco Duck, and it was bad. But Dean Malenko pulled his ass out to a, a better-than-average match, which is incredible. <laughs> that's not a bad pick, actually. That's a, that's a good pick. All right, Joe, since you wanted to go last. Yep. Ooh, I struggled for a long time on this until it hit me in the face. I am going to say the great Kali and John Cena pulled him to a good match at Judgment Day 07 for the WWE title. How he did it, I don't know. That was Cena's Uh, best year, and that pretty much solidified it. When when that match was over and everybody was like, that was a good match. But Kali was in it. (laughs) So, real quick. I recommended that to... Google. Yep. Uh, 
so what month was Judgment Day? May. When was No Mercy? Is it October? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because I picked that Punk match last year, and yeah, uh, yeah. it was from October. I was like, was that back-to-back? I was like, if that was back-to-back months, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, he had That's tremendous a- matches with Umaga to start the year, and then they gave him Kali, oh, and he fucking that somehow... That Umaga match? It. Oh, my God, dude. That's the best Last Man Standing match I've ever seen. It's fucking awesome. It's so yeah. good. So, Joe, Did, what'd you come up with? Didn't Ray drag Kali to a not-shitty match, too? Yeah, to a, not as good as the Cena one, but a surprisingly decent Kali match. Mm-hmm. So, All right, Joe, but... I- all right, so I think I'm pretty I'm pretty proud of this, you know, bad wrestler and a good match. And I have two good matches. And I guarantee you, it, Corey will, might slap himself in the head. When I, I will just give the dates, oh. and I want to okay. see if Corey can get them. Okay. Ooh. We'll stump the database. I love it. Okay, so I'll start with the first one. Uncensored 1995. Uh-huh. And Halloween Havoc 1990. Let me think of those two. I'm familiar with the events. It's a tag team. Nasty. Oh, you know what? Oh, I got, got it. it. The Nasties yep. against the Steiners and then Steiners. the Tupelo Concession brand with Harlem Heat in 95. Yep. Yep, those were good. Uh, I thought about the Nasty-Steiner match. I did. But I don't consider the Nasties, like, horrific level. In 90, they weren't. By 95, they were the drizzling shit. Like, holy fuck, they were bad. <laughs> so, full disclosure, Corey. Yeah. So, I won. Ahmed was my first choice. I couldn't find anything because it's Ahmed Thompson. Do you know what my other choice was? What? I tried so hard for Scott Fusky. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every match he had was bad. There was no good. There was no good. I know. I know. I tried, and there was fucking nothing. I tried so hard for Scott Husky. I can re up that. His dad had a 35-year career. Also no good matches. <laughs> um, I, 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 thought the na- I thought of mostly knobs. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, oh, You've yeah. mentioned him quite often during this fucking Yeah. Show. Yeah. I was, what what, I was what was happening here? I was giving you hints. Uh, my my uh, runner-up, it was a cheat, and that's why I didn't do it. It was too easy. But yeah. George the Animal Steel against Randy Savage. And so the the big one is Warrior and Savage. That's the oh, obvious yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Although people – now, here's what I don't get. And I, I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. He wasn't the the worst. But people now are saying Warrior was a great worker. Oh, and, those WrestleMania, and the WrestleMania matches with Savage and Hogan proved it. And I'm like, uh, no. 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 Notice that's the only two matches he ever had that were good. That's why it proves he's not a good worker. <laughs> and look at the two it guys. Actually, it proves how great Savage was. Right. And it proves <laughs> how how many times uh, Patterson, Hogan, and Warrior practiced the six match. Because, Jesus, man. Warrior's fucking atrocious. So I think we I think we all saw what happened when you take Pat Patterson out of that uh, equation. Yeah, you do. You get Halloween having 98. <laughs> yep. Um, one that I saw on a bunch of lists, which is shocking to me, because while these two aren't great workers, they're not the dirt worst either. 
Hogan and Rocket Mania. Oh, that's a that's a terrible take. That's a fucking. Terrible I was like, that's, that's, I know, that's like bullshit. they're not, you know, Brian Danielson, but Jesus Christ, they're fine in the ring. They weren't bad workers. I mean, Rock was better than Hogan, at least especially yeah. in two thousand two. But like, yeah, no, nah, no, that's that's a bullshit take. That's a terrible, terrible take. That's that's those technical wrestling like fucking uh, mm-hmm. uh, diehards just taking the piss like out if, of anything that people enjoyed. Like if you're not Regal or Danielson or you know, yeah, you couldn't possibly be good. <laughs> fuck that shit. That match was great. Five stars. This shit was hard, man. That was because man, there's a reason bad wrestlers are bad wrestlers for a fucking reason, dude. Jesus Christ. The other oh, one wow. I almost went with. Was Goldberg and Regal? Almost. Oh yeah, that that. But that was good bad. for bad reasons, so I couldn't, I couldn't, like, justify it. <laughs> oh, I'm looking for something real quick. You guys vamp while I do this. Joe, do you have any other contenders? Um, not or did, really. Like, or like, did you focus on somebody? And you just couldn't find something. Yeah, I looked up. You know, I. Uh, what, Zen uh, Zen print brought up uh, Prince Iakea, and I was oh like, my god, you know, um, was it Tap Cappy? Is that what his name was? Yeah, Tap Cappy. Um, <laughs> Tap Cappy brought him up. I uh, you know, let me uh, ask Corey. For, right. Hold on, for for people who don't know, Prince I or the Rock or Prince Iakea is the reason Corey hates the Rock. <laughs> yep, yep, that's a big part of it. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, it's just those things of, it was like Virgil or, Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I was trying to find, you know, I found it. You ready for this? Yeah. Greensboro. They gave this to Greensboro, North Carolina. Are you ready? August 10th, 1991. Ooh. It was both so good town then. Sting. Ron Simmons. The Z man. Uh-oh. And Robert Gibson. Well, we're going down. Defeated Nikita Koloff, the Diamond Stud, Richard Morton, and the one-man gang in a War Games match. There it is. Oh, my God. Holy fuck, that's bad. Jesus Christ. I have the other matches for her. Oh, I've got all of them right here. The one that oh, yeah. Okay. It's on his wiki. Yeah, it's on the wiki. Yeah. I just said what? That's a say what? Ferocious. Does it give, like, match length? Uh, um, not on that one, no. Not, oh, not on this. It's just God. the date. It couldn't have been good. And for the one-man gang, he was one, uh, in one on the th- July 3rd of 91, July 6th of 91, July 7th of 91. August, August 10th, August 24th. Yeah. I, that one, that team's not so bad. Yeah, no, that. August 24th, Sting, El Gigante, Barry Windham, and Brian Pillman, or the Yellow Dog. Okay. Defeated Arn Anderson, Cactus Jack, Kevin Sullivan, Sullivan, and the One Man Gang. Well, that's not terrible. That's not terrible, but that one I read, holy fuck, what were they thinking? I... Could you imagine being in three straight days of War Games matches? No. <laughs> oh, no my thanks. God. We're doing the same check spot this. every night. Got it. Okay. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Check this one out. This is interesting, though. The Road Warriors 
Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and the Midnight Express on one team defeat all three members of the Fabulous Freebirds and the Head Shrinkers. Fatu and Samu. That's weird. I'm, I, 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 there's a ton. Dude, man. It's, it's almost like shows. it's almost like Survivor Series, like weird shit, right? Right. God um, damn, the Four Horsemen had to do four War Games <laughs> matches four days in a row where they got their asses kicked by random fuck. babyface teams. Fuck that, all, dude. But they all included the Road Warriors, so you know they got potatoed all four nights. Oh my god. Are you looking at 1988 or Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> That's brutal. Um, almost That's for a... the entire I mean, almost the entire month of July, it's the Horsemen versus the Warrior Road Warriors and two other like three other people. And every usually, night. And Dr. Death is usually one of the other guys, so you know that's a stiff fucking match all night long. Jesus. So who takes the pin? Dylan? Dylan, every night. You know it. Nope. Good lord. Damn. That's crazy. That's war games. Um, um we'll figure something out off air for our next type of homeworks, or unless someone has something. Um Oh, uh, real quick. Uh, apparently, MJF is hurt. Yeah, torn labrum. Was it the? It was the elbow drop, right? That's what. Yep. I, I would suspect. <laughs> but he says he's defending the title. I suspect he's losing that title. Uh, that Jesus, man, that that can't that can't feel great. That's got to hurt like a motherfucker. So I'm thinking Joe's gonna be the new champ. Uh, not not you, Joe. Oh, my bad. The real Joe. The real Joe. Joe Gomez. Desperado coming back. I'm seeing him walking on that beach right now. Thank you for that. (laughs) Wearing those incredibly tight cut off jean shorts and the AEW title. Uh, Oh. With a balding patch where that long ass hair was. I have a homework idea for off pod, gentlemen. I'll tell All you right. shortly. Okay. Um, you know, think of uh, think of Joe Gomez as this week goes by, as you can go to nocellentertainment.com um, for all the things we do for you. Also, no uh, power wrestling tickets. You can go to powerprowrestling.com as well to get tickets. You can uh, find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the discord. You can listen to us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.